Hello guys, welcome to Mindset Circle episode two. Today we've got Tasnim Hop of Bespoke by Tasnim. Um, Tasnim, do you just want to say hello to everyone? Hey. Um, so Tasnim today is going to tell you about her journey through one Instagram, because there's a lot of people who do want to know how her journey through Instagram has come around, as she's been on it a lot longer than a lot of the people you see now, and how she went and turned that into a business, and where that's going to go and how she dealt with COVID-19. So without further ado, um, Tasnim, um, first of all, just um, tell everyone where you're from, what you do at the moment and how old are you? Yeah, so I'm Tasnim. Um, I'm from Hertfordshire and um, yeah, so I have my own business, Bespoke by Tasnim, um, and then I work full-time on the side in marketing. Um, and then being an Instagram influencer at the same time. So it was a bit crazy. And I am 20, so it's a bit crazy um, managing it all. But it is manageable and I really love it. So I can talk to you guys more about how I got there kind of thing. Yeah. No, of course, you're juggling quite a, quite a few things there. So you've been trying with the bespoke by Tazlin. Um, so ha, 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 obviously, I've, I've known you since you were, um, what, 16? Right from the beginning, yeah. So you, you, you've really transformed from the shy person that came with everyone. <laughs> was like, you know, to kind of, um, you, know, <laughs> you know, doing all these wonderful things. So it's, it's really good to see that. Um, how, how did it kind of start? Because obviously, before I met you, you were already doing Instagram a bit. So how, how did it kind of start with you? So originally it just started out something that I enjoyed like I enjoyed just taking um, like outfit pictures just reviewing stuff that I liked um, and then eventually a few companies started sending like PR packages and then I just started like reviewing it taking more pictures um, and then obviously like with the pictures I like that and then um, with my sister being a makeup artist I started modeling for her and then I enjoyed that so then I started modeling for a few other makeup artists and then of course with the modeling I met Karen with the jewelry trunk um and then yeah we started doing the shoot and everything and I feel like from the modeling it introduced me with a lot of like people in the industry because obviously at that time like I was like 17 18 so I didn't know anything about like the industry but then I met like loads of amazing guys in like clothing, makeup, hair, jewellery, it was it's amazing though like I really liked that I like, no one treated me like I was a kid like that's what I liked like everyone treated me like I was an adult and and uh, it just felt nice and at that time I was like I was still in like sixth form so it was a bit crazy but then I knew like on those terms or something that I wanted to progress in um, but then with the modelling I wasn't too sure about that because um, I enjoyed it but then after then I went into an apprenticeship and then working full-time and it was a bit hectic um, yeah so then I don't know where I'm going with them <laughs> no no of course obviously like like, like you um, like you said obviously as you were modelling obviously you said a lot of people yeah treat you as a kid but obviously it comes down yeah. to you carry yourself so I think that a lot of that credit yeah. is, um, to go to yourself to how you carry yourself and how you kind of um, yeah. make yourself accessible to people and so forth and how they kind of uh, behave towards that so that I think that's why you were yeah. treated well um, obviously you said a lot about um, the clothing side of things 
So um, how, how did it all come along? So obviously you started um, you started posting on Instagram. So say someone else was in your shoes, because I think a lot of people are doing outfit um, sort of um, for yeah. um, back then that wasn't really the case. So what, what kind yeah. of set apart now? Like where, where can people kind of take it now in terms of um, the Instagram side of things? What do you mean like with taking outfit photos? Yeah, so taking outfit photos because obviously everything is very much the same now because there's so many people doing it. Um, yeah. You've been one of the first people who was doing it back in the day. So yeah. where, where do you think that would go now? I would say you kind of just need to find something that makes you unique, that you enjoy because like, if you don't enjoy it, then like what's the point of wearing a whole selection of outfits that isn't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, they, like with they, my outfits, like uh-huh. they're a bit different to what people usually wear. But like, it's me, so that's all like, I feel it. No, of course, I think you've got to stay true to yourself. You've kept your Instagram very, uh, very true to yourself. It's very, um, yeah. I think um, you're quite a religious and spiritual, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you've kept it very conservative, and obviously you've kept it according to that. And you know, you're still growing. People have showed, still showed you love, as uh, even though you've just been yourself. So that's that's really good. Um, so obviously you started your um, apprenticeship and so forth. Um, yeah. Now your Instagram's growing. So, so where, 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 where did it go next? So obviously, I'm assuming you've hit about 15,000 followers at this time. Um, what, what, what's the sort of response you've gotten? I know there's a lot of nice responses, but what was like, what was like the bad parts about it? Because obviously it's all good and well, making social media sound well, but I think it's really important people understand yeah. what comes with it. Yeah, you do get a lot of haters, like, people will hate, like, no matter what you post, like, if I post in skinny jeans, people will call me, like, anorexic, if I post in baggy jeans, they'll call me, like, fat, like, you always get haters, but, like, I feel like right at the beginning, I was really, like, oh my gosh, like, they said, they call me fat, like, I'm, like, it used to really upset me, like, I didn't like it and then now like if someone like comments my pictures even though like everyone can see or like dms me i just straight up block them because to be honest they're taking all that time to make a fake account and comment that about you when if they're really mad enough they can do it from their own account but you shouldn't let it affect you because at like literally what anyone says that's their own opinion like it's not like if it's not something nice then they don't need to say that and everything and you should listen to it that's why like i just block them like it's just pointless listening to anyone's like opinions that aren't worthwhile 100 agree i think you get, if any if anything we should have empathy with anyone that is kind of hating on anyone growing because at the end of the day yeah. it does come down to um you know if someone is hating on you then it's usually due to a deep-rooted problem in themselves yeah i know it's just bad yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's really good that you've you know kept your confidence high and not let that get to you because obviously body shaming is something that does get to people and it does cause um, yeah definitely health problems um, um, so yeah um, so yeah going forward now you started managing mm-hmm. hate you blocked the haters out um, so as you get yeah. so where did this whole idea come around that you want to start a business where, where did this come around crazy so it originally started out last year I think around April um so a little bit before this time last year and I found out like four of my friends were getting married and I was like straight away I was like okay I need outfits like I need 
so many outfits and obviously at that time I was 19 didn't have a lot of money that I could buy four whole new outfits um and but I had like an image in my head of what I wanted um and then I was like okay that's fine like I mean mum will go out and I'll have a look for what I wanted and I really want to buy that like I didn't have any like thing to show anyone in the shops at that time it was just describing it in my head that was like the image of like my saris now and then um I, I just went to like I went to so many shops I must have gone to at least like 30 different shops I visited like so many different places around London and I don't even live in London so it was like crazy just traveling there a few days in a row um and then yeah I went to so many places and then I was like I can't find it anywhere and then my mum herself but she's so talented at sewing and she was like oh why don't you just like make it and I was like, um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if I can like handmaiden outfit and then wear that to like my friend's wedding. Like, how will that look, kind of thing? But anyway, like, I at that point, I like I couldn't find anything that I liked, and then I was like, hey, let's just see how it goes. And then we made one sorry first. So that was Violet, my first sorry um, that I wore to my friend's wedding in July and I just loved it like it was so different because it was literally the Im- like the image I had in my head and I was like oh my gosh wow but at that point I didn't like have any thoughts like selling or anything I just thought like I'll keep that and then like it's just something that I want to keep and wear like once in a while and then all my friends were like no you have to like start selling it and at that point I was like me like I don't imagine myself like starting a clothing company because it was always my big sister that like she done textiles that are, like um a levels it was always her like she likes sewing i was like me like i'm not sure um but then yeah i went for it and then i think there was four stories at that time um and then i started posting on my instagram and there was such good feedback from it and then i was like yeah why not um and because all the stories were so bespoke um i called it bespoke by tasnim and yeah that's kind of where it started like it was really crazy like, I never planned to like have my own clothing line especially at like 19 it was just yeah. it's crazy how it all worked out yeah no, that, that, that's, that's amazing so you, you literally went from designing an outfit for your friend's wedding to yeah bespoke outfits and the name just came around bespoke but that, that, that's really yeah. you know <laughs> actually the best things do come come a bit randomly so obviously now you started here um a lot of people ask this as well. First things first, obviously, like you said, you were never kind of into the whole idea of business and so forth. So where yeah. confidence come from to start it? It was just so random. Like, it was literally all my friends. Like, they were so supportive and just were like, just do it. At that point, um, I just started my new job. Actually, no, it was a year into my new job, actually. Um, and then I was starting get really into it and then at that point like because I work in marketing and like with business and everything and then I don't know like I've always wanted to start a company but then I just I wasn't sure what it was like I always thought maybe something to do with like Instagram or something maybe turn my Instagram into like a full-time job or something um and like be more active on that but then like I enjoy posting Instagram but it's something that like I just like doing like I'll do it anyway like whenever I wear an outfit I would take pictures post it but it's not something that I could have imagined doing like all the time but then with the stories like it's just such a nice feeling like seeing something that you made on someone else like and then 
I don't know, that just gave me so much satisfaction and everything. And yeah, literally just like all the support that I've received so far on Bespoke Biz Herdenham, that's just what's been keeping me going and like motivating me just to make new collections and keep going, even though like it does get hectic with work and everything, but like it's, it's really good. Like I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's really good, especially that you're able to do um, both things at once. So how, how are you kind of balancing this whole um, work and doing this on the side like it must be it must it must be quite tough because i think um a lot of people have the same problem like they work full time so then they're thinking yeah and then we go and do our side hustle so wasn't it stressful like how do you how do you kind of balance it and how do you handle the stress of it all yeah definitely like at the moment it's not too bad so i release a collection um like every three months so it's not too bad so i have like a three months to make a new um, collection and in that time it's like picking out the materials, getting samples of the materials, um, sourcing all of the different types of like borders, feathers, everything um, and then sewing it together then having the shoot and it does get hectic and everything but I feel like you've just got to manage it um, with the times like with my work I work nine to five and then after five I usually have a bit of a break and then get into sewing because like I enjoy it it's not too bad like it doesn't seem like another job it's kind of like a hobby because I feel like at first before like I got into that I was just sitting watching Netflix like all night and that just like like I love watching Netflix and I feel like you love it but then you're like oh he's not being productive so then like it motivates me to just keep being productive and keep going um but yeah you've just got to manage your time really like to be honest if anyone wants to like start sewing or like a business or anything just start small um manage your time and then to be honest like in the future I would hopefully want to stop working full-time and then more bespoke by thousand full-time so I feel like that's something that I would more want to manage and then yeah so hopefully look at the bespoke by thousand name as full-time <laughs> yeah for all my attention i hope that happens for you obviously you've um you seem like you've well you're only 20 firstly so that that's amazing in itself already um and so many of the greats in the world didn't start their empires before they were 30 35 so you know you're only 20 and you've already started your empire so that's that's really good as it is um and obviously you seem like you kind of have everything under control um yeah i mean because you enjoy it i think that's really important that you enjoy it because at then right. you have to yeah, if you don't enjoy it, what's the point of doing it, right? Yeah. Um, so, so obviously you said you want to, so what's, what's, what's the future for Bespoke by Tasman? So you want to take it full time? Would you look into yeah. just bigger online or would you look into having a boutique? Where, where would you plan to take it? Yeah, so in the future, I'm hoping to like have like pop-up shops kind of thing. Um, because all the stories I wear are bespoke and they're like, they're handmade literally by me and my mum. So. I don't have like factories in overseas or like any workers that work for me. Literally, me and mum, we sit, we sew the saris. So hopefully in the future, um, I'll set up like tailors to make the saris for me. Um, and then hopefully then we can have like more quantities of the saris. Um, and then hopefully, yeah, because at the moment, like it's been really good. Like I'm so grateful. It has taken overseas. So like, at the moment it is um like i do send my stories in like new york um china um new zealand like it has been really good so i'm hoping 
more in the future maybe like to do like open up our pop-up shop and then maybe like a permanent store um and then yeah like I'm just excited to see where it goes kind of thing but I'm liking where it's going so far with like the new collections and everything but yeah I'm enjoying it no, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the sound of it as well. It sounds really good. It sounds like it's going well. It's in all corners of the world. Um, and obviously, you mentioned um, you mentioned your mum helps you with it. Um, and um, I think I think that's something. I think a lot of people would want to also know about. So obviously, you're living with your mum, and you yeah, that's your mum, right? So how, how do you feel? Um, it affects like having a business relationship with your mother. How how, how do you find it? And um, is there any problems that you experience with it, or any challenges that you experience with it? Um, and how do you kind of manage it? Yeah, to be honest, we don't have any problems or anything with um, the business and just working really. Like my mum, she loves sewing. Like she literally taught me everything I know from like literally picking up a pair of scissors, like. I was so bad when I first started sewing and everything. It was it was so bad. Like um, I had to do a few like test runs and then I finally got there in the end. But still, even then, I'm still practicing. But with my mum, like because she loves it, um, and we like we work together as a team. To be honest, like she does one bit and then I do one bit. Like it's like our own little production line, and I love it. Like we just get along like so smoothly on that. Um, but obviously, like we don't do the saris like all day. Um, so mum works as well in the mornings. Um, she works part time, so it does get hectic a, a bit. But that's why we keep quite a bit of um, time in the middle for each collection, just so we can kind of get everything ready. And instead of it being rushed, because we're like, if I did have a collection launching, um, like every month, I, I like I would love that. But at the moment, with, with like me and mum making it, it's just quite hard at the moment so maybe like in the future i would like it um to kind of take the pressure of us making it <laughs> but yeah I do, I do enjoy it for now and it's been like it is really fun no that's good i'm glad you and your mom have that sort of relationship and i hope more people can i guess take that and you know maybe maybe if parents are listening to this they can kind of you know try and support yeah. their child side hustles and likewise children can or kids can look into or youngsters basically can look into parents and maybe get some assistance so I think that's really good that your mum's kind of setting that sort of um setting that example for other people that potentially can follow um because obviously you know in our Asian community especially South Asian community I think it's already a big step that um finally um there's more equality between the genders so it's really good to see mothers pushing that now and you know, help helping their kids to kind of, you know, match, match, um, yeah. match her daughter and a son to the same extent where both yeah. work hard, both are going to have businesses, both are going to hustle. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really good to hear. It's actually quite refreshing, um, especially during these times. So um, obviously, I know the talk of the town um, at the moment is COVID nineteen. Um, yeah. So obviously you've had your business now, you've grown really well. Um, so how, how did these last um, few months go for you? How, what did you do with them? And um, yeah, what, what what did these last three months mean for you? It's been tough, like um, without getting like any new like materials and everything. Luckily I brought it before COVID started. 
so it was kind of ready and it wasn't too bad for me like because me and mum make it because like I live with my mum anyway we were at home we can kind of just get on with it and focus like I'm working from home now anyway so like I can kind of sew it in between or like like literally if I have a meeting I'll just like sew the feathers on um like while I'm on my meeting um so it is nice just to kind of be able to multitask but yeah with Covid it it has been a bit crazy like with my Covid photo shoot like that was really different for me um because for my first photo shoot back in December um I had models for that and then of course I modelled myself and then for the collection that launched a couple of months ago it was literally it was crazy but like I was, I was really pleased with how it ended up it was literally me my cousin and her iphone um just in a few different locations um nearby to me luckily like i have some quite nice views around where i live um and it was just it was so different but like i liked it like it wasn't your usual like photo shoot um but it was quite natural like in the nature like because it was ramadan as well it was a bit difficult um to like spend the whole day like shooting and like in the boiling hot sun and not be able to like drink anything but no like because I love it so much that's kind of what motivated me through Covid just to keep going like it will get better because at times like I was like is it worth it like should I just leave it but then I was like I want to get somewhere I have to move myself to kind of get there like it's kind of you just gotta put it in your own hands kind of thing. No 100% I think um I think COVID-19 was, um, well, some people didn't, you know, some people didn't have that same sort of energy during COVID-19. Obviously, everyone has their own reasons at the moment, you know. It's not the easiest time, so you can't expect everyone to kind of, um, you know, go forward and attack the situation and be able to capitalise on it. It's really good you've been able to kind of um, still keep your brand going and, keep hustling throughout and adapting like you know the good old iphone it done it did the job (laughs) like little things you know as long as you adapt you you can always overcome yeah yeah you just gotta make things work like it's literally crazy like i never would have thought like i feel like with covid it's got me appreciating like things a lot more like literally like just going for a walk like seeing new things instead of like usually when i would go to all this London um, for like photo shoots and stuff like it was a bit crazy but like it's got me appreciating a lot more so I like it well I don't like Covid but kind of like what it's taught me (laughs) (laughs) but um appreciations at an all-time high now because we actually had time to appreciate you know yeah definitely we had time to appreciate nature we had time to appreciate a lot of things yeah I think gratitude is one thing people can take away from um, COVID-19, being grateful for yeah. what you have when the situation isn't like this, because I guess we have started to take the world for granted, and um, so it's, it was a good eye-opener, but obviously a horrible situation, but hopefully yeah. it passes soon and um, we can kind of uh, get back to some sort of normality. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, just before um, I kind of um, leave you to be, 
Um, obviously, it's been really, really good at finding about your business and seeing how you started, you know, and being able to kind of just push through, find ways, adapt and um, overcome everything that's come in front of you and balance your work and so on. So it's, really, it's been really good to find that out, especially as you're 20, that's, that's an amazing achievement in itself because I think some people say they think they're not, too, they're not old enough yet. Or, um, yeah. You know, everyone has a reason why they shouldn't do it. So it, it's, it's a good testament of how you've shown that why you should do it and there is no such thing as why you shouldn't because that yeah. as an answer. The only answer is regret to that. So you don't want um, just a final bit. I just wanted to kind of um, get some advice from you for the listeners here. So, what would you kind of recommend? Um, what advice would you actually give to, firstly, someone who's starting off on Instagram or someone who's quite big on Instagram? What was what's the three pieces of advice that you would give that you wish someone else had given to you? Mm. I would say like mainly stay true to yourself. Um, like there's so many different types of influencers like some influencers focus on makeup outfit modeling like I would say just stay true to yourself like enjoy what you're doing if you don't enjoy it like you can see it through the page like you're not going to be smiling you're not going to be loving it like I feel like the more you you are like at first I like I never used to smile my pictures (laughs) like I was really moody nesting but then like once my Instagram was just more natural it was more me like I loved it like now I don't really um like focus too much about what I post like before I was like "Mm, shall I post that shall I not but now like I'm more true to myself like I enjoy what I post that's why I would say like just post what you want like you may lose followers like but I would say followers aren't the world like if your page is more you that should be all that matters really 100% think you kind of nail, hit the nail on the head oh, with that one. <laughs> and uh, the next one was obviously as a business owner someone else in your in the same position or a similar position as you what's the one piece of advice you could give them when they're kind of starting a venture mm. Mm, I would kind of say mm, kind of like practice kind of thing like with I would say focus a lot on like packaging and like with your customers like with my customers like I'm, I'm really grateful to have such amazing customers like I build the relationship with them like once you like someone places an order with you like kind of build that relationship with them and like ask for feedback kind of um like what did you like what didn't you like because it really helps you grow like for your next month like for for my first stories that came out um compared to now I've changed a lot in it it may not be like completely visible but in like the little things like on the packaging I've kind of changed a bit like taking people's feedback like you might get bad feedback but take it as constructive criticism kind of thing but yeah it does pay off in this room but I would say you just got to stay confident in yourself no 100% I think it's really important to kind of um um, I think uh, one person I really listened to is Gary Vee, right? So one thing Gary Vee always says is yeah. really important to not give too much value to negative comment, com- comments, but the only way you can do that is if you don't give too much uh, importance to positive comments. Um, you should take um, any feedback you receive with a pinch of salt and, um, you know, keep your head down, keep working just because yeah. you do it. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, 
I definitely agree. No, that is that is really true. Like even when I first started, there was a lot of people that were like, "No, like you're so young. Like why don't you just focus more on your work? Like are you sure you want to do this kind of thing?" But like you just you just got to ignore them. You just got to focus on yourself. You just got to keep growing. And now those same people are like, "Oh, can I have a discount on a sari?" Like kind of thing. Like those people, they they will love like everyone loves negative comments like so many people they love being negative and then they love like kissing your ass after just for stuff so literally you just gotta be positive and just keep going like if you want to start a business just do it like i know there's so many people like that mess with instagram and are like i want to start a business but i'm not sure or like literally the main piece of advice is if you have an idea go for it because someone else would probably take that idea after and then you'll be like oh why didn't I like do it it would just be a bit of regrets so unless you start it then you won't have any regrets kind of thing no 100% I think I think I've seen a big rise in the number of Instagram businesses that have started yeah recently. definitely so it, it is good that people are starting to kind of um, venture on different paths and you know at least trying new things whether they stick to it or not at least they're doing yeah. um, you know giving them that option as well um, just before I do let you go and I've said that three, three times now <laughs> Is there any anything that you would like to tell anyone that's listening to this? Something, something, something they might not hear elsewhere, or something, something that you just want to want to share and you haven't had the chance to share so far mm. in our conversation. I would just say like you're never too like young or you're never too old to like do anything. Like I've seen so many like amazing businesses. Like I feel like with tiktok and um like twitter and everything just looking through my feed and everything you see so many like young girls like they're like 13 and they're starting like a business even if it's like i don't know like a lash business or making your jewelry like i find it it's so nice like just to see these small businesses and i love like buying jewelry from small businesses um and even like when you're older because i feel like a lot of people are like when they get older they're like oh like is there a point like i've got like kids and stuff you're never too young i mean you're never too old as well but like you just need to go for it like if you've got an idea go for it don't hold back literally 100 <laughs> percent. i think i think there's been a lot of um a lot of little little nuggets that people can take away from this yeah it's, it's really refreshing to hear that someone of your age is literally able to give such good um advice um so yeah it's been really refreshing speaking to you and actually finding out about a bit more about yourself and bespoke by Tasnim and how you handle it all. And um, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on board today and um, telling everyone about how you've kind of run everything. And um, yeah, we look forward to kind of seeing where you grow from this. And um, I hope we catch up uh, one day again, and you'll be in a completely different place, <laughs> different atmosphere. We'll be talking. We'll, talk, we'll be counting your millions then. <laughs> <laughs> not even but thank you for having me like i really enjoyed it no of course but yeah thank you take care and goodbye talk soon bye bye bye